everyone, good afternoon to you, and thank you so much for joining us once again on Solutions with Anna Donahue. I must tell you, we are so thrilled and thankful for you, for writing in, for I've gotten text messages, and that the show is being a blessing to you, and we just want to continue that. So thank you for allowing us to, to do this, because we believe it's from God, and we're just excited about it. Um, on today's show, I actually had a different title, and the title was A God Big Enough to Handle My Life, and through hearing from you, I started getting similar within a four-day period, these conversations of, I just don't feel like God's hearing me. I find I'm at such unrest. I don't know what to do, and I just thought, you know what, how interesting, the scriptures that I'm going to bring forward today are the very scriptures I've been teaching in our Bethesda College class, and the students and I have just been being wiped out in the best of ways as we study these two main scriptures that I want to go over today for you. And what you've got to do is, as you're listening, maybe I know Kristen's going to have the, the scriptures uh, on the little screen for you, but take these down Take these with you wherever you go, especially if you're kind of finding yourself, I need my bearings. You know, hey, we all go through kind of losing our footing sometimes. With everything going on around us, it can, it can happen fast. It's a slippery slope if you're not careful. So I want you to take these scriptures with you wherever you go. But to give you a quick little background, our text finds itself in the book of Isaiah with the children of Israel. The children of Israel had been 70 years in captivity. They were held captive by the Babylonians. Think about something. Have you ever been held captive by something? Have you ever been held captive by your own thoughts, by what you perceive as another human being, by, by your own doubts, by your own uncertainties? by your own unrest. This can happen to any one of us. So here they are, and God sends word, hey, your 70 years is up. You're free to go. It's your time to fly. Now see right there, I can tell I'm having a word for someone. You've been struggling with something for years. You're finally feeling your freedom that it's time for you to soar and what happened to the children of Israel might be happening to you. They got afraid. For 70 years, all they knew was Babylon. Folks, Babylon represents the world and the world's system. And all they knew, I mean, their parents had now grown up and many had died off. It was their turn. It was their time. And God is saying, hey, it's over. You can come out and start to pursue your destiny. I'm telling you that, that these are words for some of you out there. And they were afraid. So I want you to watch how God begins to build their faith. This is where you start tuning in. You might not like the history of anything, but okay, how about this? Tune in right now because you're going to see how God built their faith. And I'm praying that I'm going to start building your faith right now. We're in Isaiah chapter 40. And as if this wasn't enough, before we get to our two powerhouse scriptures, God starts to say this to them. 
And you just sit there and start thinking, wow, I never thought about the bigness of God this way. He says this, who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand? Who has measured heaven with a span? Another version says he took the heavens and literally stretched them across the sky. That is an example of God's what we call omnipotence, all-powerful. He's all-powerful. And before you start to say, okay, I get all that intellectually, how do I use that in my life? You sit there and say, wow, God literally took the heavens and stretched them across the sky. He's all-powerful. Maybe he can handle my life. Finding strength when feeling afraid is the title of this message. Maybe you can say, God, you're omnipotent. You're all-powerful. You're powerful enough to handle me when I'm feeling afraid. As if that's not enough, he goes in again. He says, with whom did God take counsel? Who instructed God? Have you ever thought about that? That entire Bible, who instructed God? God, God did. God is God. He had no beginning. He'll have no end. He is God. That's called omniscience. Omniscience. All-knowing. Building faith. Okay, so he's all-powerful. He's all-knowing. That's what he's saying there. What about this one? I'm in Isaiah 40, verse 22. It is he, God, who sits above the circle of the entire earth. Its inhabitants are like grasshoppers. Point being, God sits on top of the entire universe that he created, meaning he's omni, there's our word again, present. Omnipotent, all-powerful, omniscient, all-knowing, omnipresent. He's everywhere at the same time. My camera crew right now are shaking their heads like, wow, I know. This is powerful stuff. It'll start building your faith. You say again, because again, we've gotten word that a lot of you, thank God for our brothers and sisters who watch the show, but we're tuning in, which is a powerful heart of ours. To some of you who aren't quite Bible literate yet, you kind of don't understand some of this. What you do with this is you say, ah, oh, if God is all powerful, and he is, and he's all knowing, and he is, and he's everywhere at the same time present, and he is, maybe like he sees me. Great conclusion. Yes, that's how you do the scriptures. He does see you. Finding strength when feeling afraid, you got to know God sees you right where you are. Through the unrest, through the uncertainty, through the fear, through the pain. I feel like God's telling me to tell you right now, your pain is his pain. Don't ever think God's not involved with pain. My Lord, he is God. He experienced pain for us. He's got you and he's got this. So then Isaiah continues. This is Isaiah the prophet giving these encouraging words to the children of Israel who are afraid to go back home. Maybe you're finding yourself in this situation too. Your heart is saying, gosh, I want to give fill in the blank a try. But because of some past stuff, I'm just finding myself afraid. I'm uncertain. This is for you. 
grab this, eat, I always do this, eat it. Just, just smorgasbord this stuff until it goes from here down into here. And then you get ready to step out and, and believe God. We continue. He then says this, I'll never forget this when I first studied this stuff, verse 26. He says, lift up your eyes. And I'm telling you right now, lift up your eyes. Where? Outside, look at the stars. See who created these things. Now watch. Who brings out the host by number, the stars. He calls them all by name. Have you ever tried to count the stars? Every star has a name. Every he calls them all by name. You gotta be kidding me. I, have you ever tried to count the stars? You'll stop at like number 20. Because all of a sudden it'll get, there's so many, you just are like, wait, now what, where was I? Was I over here? Was I over here? He has every star named. Now I did a study on this one time. Watch this and see, just for this is fun stuff. See if you can follow me, but it's it should be building your faith. Astronomers claim. There are over 40 sextillion, S-E-X-T-I-L-L-I-O-N. I don't even understand that. But over 40 sextillion stars. There are over 500,000 words in Webster's Dictionary. Talking about naming the stars. If God has every star named, then there's enough such names to fill 80 quadrillion books. I don't get it. I, come on. These are statistics, though, that astronomers are claiming. Every star is named. 80 quadrillion books filled with the name of a star. Is your book, is your name in the, the book of life? This is critical to know that God has your name. Wait till you see as time goes on. He inscribes you in the palm of his hand. Oh, you need not be afraid is really what God's crying out. If he did all that for a star, <laughs> how much more? Parallels the New Testament. Look at the lilies of the field. They don't worry, and yet they grow, and they're, they're, they're watched over by the Lord. You don't need to be afraid. Go to this kind of good food and feast upon it. I got more. He says, why do you say, O oh Jacob, why are you speaking Israel? My way is hidden from God. Have you ever done that? I've done that. God, where are you? I, I'm out here and I, I'm just in Timbuktu doing what I think I'm supposed to do. And I don't hear you, God. Have you ever done that? This is for you if you've ever done that. Why are you saying, put your name in there? Why are you saying, oh, Betty, oh, Bob, whatever your name is, my way is hidden from God. Not true. That's a lot. That's all. That's all nonsense in your head. He says, don't say that. He says, I've just shown you that I'm all knowing and all those adjectives. I got the stars named. I named you. I got you. Now we're about to get to our richest part. The next part comes with the eagle. He talks about the eagle and that's going to be next week's show. But, but we're going to bypass that because he continues with these two most incredible scriptures. I've got the scriptures on my paper. I, I'm not even going to use the commentaries, uh, words to describe what I'm about to say to you. No, I love that. I love commentary. Are you kidding me? But I just want to show you a person as if you're just reading the scriptures and how certain words can just pop out at you to build your faith. Remember, that's what we're talking about. 
finding strength when feeling afraid. They were afraid, and maybe you're finding yourself in that state as well. To add to those scriptures I just gave, God continues to build their faith. Watch this, Isaiah 41.10. I just could cry because this stuff, I've used this stuff really from the 90s on. Fear not. He doesn't beat around the bush. Fear not. Well, why, God? Why do I know I don't need to fear? Because I'm with you. Isn't it interesting? I had someone write to me recently, and they because you know we have done this, and they said, I forget. I just let the circumstances take control, and I forget God's in here with me. We've all done it. You can me again, getting your bearings, getting a footing, finding strength when feeling afraid. He's with you. He's never left you, and he never will, and he never could. Be not dismayed. I am your God. Quickly, all, all I have is a scripture on paper, but I'm going to tell you what that means. Dismay means to look about you in panic. Maybe she's got my answer. Maybe he'll do it. Maybe, maybe, may be not dismayed. The children of Israel at the time, all they knew were false idols and false information. He says, don't look at any of them anymore. It's a new day. Gosh, I got another word. It's a new day dawning upon you. You quit looking at your past. You quit looking about what was. I'm your God, and I'm bringing you into the new. Oh, my gosh. I hope you're grabbing this. Don't be dismayed. I am your God. Watch this. I will strengthen you. Folks, I will means I will. I will. Yes, I'll help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. The right hand biblically means the hand or the arm of strength. I'll uphold you. You know, we were flying, we were in Maine and Boston and all those areas, and I was telling my class, I believe this is supernatural. At one time, I remember being real jittery to fly years ago, and I remember the Lord just showed me, I believe, I believe, be it done to me as I believe. I got angels. I do. I believe they undergird. When I said righteous right hand, I'll uphold you. I believe God's got those planes undergirded by his uh, angels. I do. I don't want, I, my husband falls asleep on those planes. I sit there and I'm usually doing some notes or working. I just feel like I see the angels undergirding, upholding us. God's upholding you with his righteous right hand. Will you believe it? Will you receive it? Will you grab it? Will you eat it? Will you say, well, then God, why am I worried? Exactly. And you take all those circumstances and the fear trash and you place it onto his lap, onto his shoulders, and you're going to be just fine. One more. It was Isaiah 41.10 that just rocked our world. And Isaiah 43, 1 through 3. I'm going to read them. Just sit there and just, just keep feasting. As if all that wasn't enough. He says, now, thus says the Lord, who created you. Talk about, we're about to, we're about to talk about redemption in the biggest way. He says, okay, now, thus says God, I created you. 
No one else created you. God did. More faith building. Wow, God, if you made me, you must know why you made me. Think about these cell phones that are out. The master, I don't know who, Apple or whatever, the master creator of those cell phones knows how to make those cell phones work and why they were created. I got gizmos on my phone. I don't even, my husband's got all these things on his phone that he's using. You know, I said, what, what, what are you doing with all that? He says, you don't even use the capacity of your phone. He says, you pay all that money. Think about this. You pay all that money, you do two things on your phone. He, he's in there, his, he's doing everything on his phone. The creator of that iPhone knows why he put certain things on that phone. God created you. He knows what he's doing, what he's going to do with you and your life and your situation. He says, I created you. He who formed Israel. Now this is referring to, he's encouraging Israel. But have we not been grafted in? Are we not the spiritual Israel? For God? We've been grafted in. This applies to us as well. He says, fear not again. I have redeemed you. Redemption. He says, I bought you out. I transferred you from the other kingdom into my kingdom. Don't be afraid. There was a reason why I took you out of the bad and put you into the good. Did you forget all that? Easy to do. I've done it. I've had to be reminded and go, oh, that's true. Then why am I worried? Because we start taking. You know, I read an article the other day, and the guy was saying it's so easy to start relying on self again. And what God will sometimes do in that waiting process, I'm working on a book, and I finally got the title, and one of my team members will smile. She'll say, oh, my gosh, but the title's going to be When Waiting is Hard, because sometimes it is, but there's something going down when you're waiting on God to do something. Amen? He says, I've called you by your name. Watch this line. You are about security, forget unrest, forget, oh my gosh, I've been forgotten by God. He says, I formed you. I called you. You're mine. Watch this. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, they won't overflow you. What about this one? When you walk through fire, you won't be burned nor will the flames scorch you. Boy, this is such good news. If you're going through a tough time right now, if you feel like, oh my God, the flames, I'm, I'm, I just don't know if I can get through. He's in it with you. He's in it with you, bringing you out. And one more before we close. I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel. I'm your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom. Of course, now, now he's talking about Israel because he did do these things. Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Well, what did God give us? Who did God give us? His only son, Jesus Christ. How could you ever think my way's hidden from God? He has forgotten about me. I don't know. Nothing's working out. I'm just so tired. I'm at unrest. I keep hearing the news reports. Put it, all, put it all away. Get these scriptures I've been going over under your belt, in your mouth, meditate upon them, chew them up, and you just see if that other news 
doesn't start to lift off of you because you're going to put good news, true good news, into who you are. Amen. Gosh, I love this stuff. I love this stuff. I had a, um, back in the 90s, a real true three-year time, 1992 to 1995, it's in my book, uh, Power, Love, and a Sound Mind, of a breaking down of what we call self only to be rebuilt by the Spirit of God. Through that time, a dear friend, I don't see her today, but she did a calligraphy for me of Isaiah 41.10. I have it to this day. It meant it was such life to me. I framed it. I carry it everywhere I go, in whatever house where we are. And it's that fear not for I am with you. I just had to have that pumped into my life because I was really fighting fear. And uh, so you... For you too, this might be your time to say, gosh, why am I fearful of all the good things that God has for me? Amen. Well, know this, that we are praying for you. I was thrilled this week. I was able to write our team and say, we've heard from some people. We've prayed for these people. We've gotten good reports, as I said before, on some cancer um, friends, people suffering with cancer. Got, doctors have given them good reports. I'm praying for uh, someone right now who's the, the grandmother has written in write to us. We will pray for you. We take it very seriously. We're honored. We want to help you. Um, other things, my goodness. Hey, I was just asking um, one of our engineers to subscribe because if someone has gone on there and say, I don't get how to subscribe. For right now, just go to my website, anadoniaministries.com. You can subscribe right there and you'll never miss a show. Another announcement we have for the locals a women's Christmas lunch. I do them every year. They're just, they're, I love this meeting, December the 11th. We will open registration for that really probably this weekend. So be on the lookout for that. And um, hey, look, if you're able to, I'm kind of getting some downloads from God on, on where we would like to take this and it will require funding. I would love to start a separate account just for Solutions with Anna Donahue. And, and maybe this shows a blessing to you and you feel like, I can get on board with that. I can see where my dollars are going and getting that show to go around the world. We want to go around the world with this show. I believe it can happen. Can you? And maybe that's for you. You can, uh, gosh, so many ways. Just donate, anadoniaministries.com. Click the donate button. Uh, you'll see Venmo, PayPal, write a check. Again, like I said last week, someone was laughing so hard. I said, I don't care if you bring it in a carrier with a carrier pigeon. I'll take it because we need it. It would be a blessing to us. In the meantime, Father, thank you for all the watchers, the hearers, the listeners. We found people are listening like at all times of the day. What a blessing. Podcast listeners, thank you. I'm so glad you're listening via podcast, YouTubers, Facebook, email gang. Whatever we got to do, we're going to get the good news out of Jesus Christ to you. In the meantime, thank you so much for joining us on Solutions with Anna Donahue. And until next time, we'll see you soon.